0: This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. In today's Gospel from Mark chapter 7, Jesus speaks to any who would be tempted to place outward appearances over inward realities. The Pharisees and the scribes see Jesus and his followers, and they don't approve. From their point of view, those who follow Jesus are taking religious shortcuts. They don't seem to value the tradition or even to be acquainted with the tradition. And the particular point in today's gospel revolves around these religious people noticing that Jesus' followers don't wash their hands properly before eating, Jesus quotes Isaiah to them, suggesting that they've strayed from the commandments of God, which are really very simple, and they've gotten all clouded up with rules and traditions made by humans. And then Jesus delivers his zinger. There is nothing, he says, outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. And then Jesus goes on to list the whole host of evil things that might come out of a person. The scriptures ask us today, are there ways in which our rules, our order, our ritual, our procedures might create barriers between people and God? Are there things we need to be free of in order to follow God more closely, more directly? Are there ways in which we may be called to loosen up spiritually, so that we might see or hear or know God as God is trying to meet us in new ways. Sometimes it's easy for us to get caught up in the details and forget the substance I remember after I was soon after I was ordained as a priest and I was uh, scheduled to celebrate the holy eucharist at a weekday service at my church usually 10 or 15 people would be at that service but I also knew that there would be a special guest visiting that day the Reverend Dr. Lewis Weil, probably the preeminent liturgical or worship scholar in the Episcopal Church, was visiting that week, and he would be in the Holy Eucharist. When I came out to begin the service, there he was, second row on the right. I know I was self-conscious about everything. I worried about how I stood. Was my voice right? My pacing? Was my orance, the use of my arms in prayer, too narrow like a field gold post? Or was it too wide like some sort of sloppy group hug? On and on I went, sort of trying to worry about the details. After the service, I greeted the handful of people who came, and then I went over to Father Weil. I asked him if he had noticed anything about my celebration of the Holy Eucharist that that stood out or was wrong or any bad habits I should drop before I get too far in my priesthood. Did I forget anything? Was I too fast or too slow, too dramatic or, or too restrained? Father Weil looked at me with this incredulous expression. Oh, John, he said, I have no idea. I wasn't paying any attention. I was here to worship. Well, whether Father Weil was telling me the the real truth or not, he probably was. I got the point in a really gentle and gracious way. He was reminding me that our faith is what counts. The forms and the rules and the conventions are there to help us. But if we get hung up on them, they're a hindrance. To those of us who've been around for a while in the church, Jesus asks us today to think about our piety and religious practices. Do our outward actions flow from our inward experiences and beliefs? Are we being called to change anything or reevaluate or perhaps adopt some new spiritual practice. Today's Gospel also speaks to newcomers, To newcomers, Jesus is saying, don't get caught up in the details for now. Focus on what's inside. You can learn later if you want to, whether to cross yourself at this point or that point, or when to kneel, or or when to nod, or when to bow your head. Those things will come when and if they need to. But right now, just focus on the love of God, how you can receive that, and how you can pass it on. There's an ancient prayer from Salisbury, England, that has been used for centuries to to ask for God's help to integrate us into the fullness of God's image, mind, body, heart, spirit. May it be our prayer as we seek to integrate today's gospel into our lives. May God be in our head and in our understanding. God be in our eyes and in our looking. God be in our mouth and in our speaking God be in our heart and in our thinking. God be at our end and at our departing. At the 6 p.m. celebration of the Holy Eucharist on August 29th, Calvin Dutrois led us in singing a song named God the Maker. It's music by the collaborative known as the Porter's Gate. The refrain sings, glory be to God the Maker, glory be to God Creator, Take our time, use our treasure, turn them into something greater. Glory be to God, the Maker.